1970 New York Yankee baseball is on the air. In association with New Sports Network, Yankee baseball is brought to you by... temperature in the 70s. Very pleasant afternoon. Humidity is uh, not too bad. What little breeze there is will be blowing toward left field and hardly enough right now to be a factor in this ball game. We're looking down on the playing field and watching the two starting pitchers for the first game warm-up for the Washington Senators, Dick Bosman, the OSMAN. Bosman with a record of seven wins and seven losses. 1-0 against the Yankees and 3-4 and lifetime against New York. Bosman will be trying to go above the 500 mark for his lifetime major league record. He has won 28 and lost 28. Fritz Peterson will start the first game this afternoon for the New York Yankees. Peterson has a record of 10-4 and on the season. No decisions this year against the Washington Senators. Lifetime against the Senators. Peterson is 8-4. and Lifetime in the American League. He has won 59 and lost 56. We'll be back with the starting lineup for this afternoon's game in just a moment. When you're having another Schaefer talent hunt winner with some smooth sounds about Schaefer beer. Yesterday was sparked by Jake Gibbs, 
And Jake will be in the starting lineup for the first game again this afternoon. Gibbs has had the game-winning hit in the last two Yankee victories. The second game of last Sunday's doubleheader against Boston, when his three-run homer was the big hit in the ball game. And yesterday, it was Gibbs who knocked in the tying and go-ahead run with a triple and later scored an insurance run coming in from third base. So Jake Gibbs will be in the starting lineup. There's a new face in the Yankee uniform today. Bobby Mitchell, a 26-year-old right-hand hitting outfielder, just purchased by the Yankees from their Syracuse Farm Club in the International League. Mitchell is not in the starting lineup for the first game today with a right-hander Bosman on the mound for the Washington Senators. He could possibly start in the second game. And the Washington Senators have a new man. You recall in yesterday's ball game on Jake Gibbs' triple, Wayne Comer, the center fielder, made a valiant all-out effort for it, dove for the ball. He did not get the ball. When he came down, he jammed his left wrist into the ground, and he came up with a strained wrist. He has been put on the 21 disabled list. And the Washington Senators have called up outfielder Tommy Grieve from their Denver Farm Club. And Grieve will be in the starting lineup for the first game this afternoon. He played last night in Denver. Caught an airplane at 3 o'clock this morning, flew into New York, and came straight from the airport to Yankee Stadium. Right now in New York Yankee baseball, we pause for station identification. This is Harry Downey bringing the Upside Downey game your way weekdays 10 to 3 here on the Fresh Air Sound of Radio 81 WGY Schenectady. The starting lineup now for the Washington Senators leading off and playing center field Ed Stroud. At shortstop and batting second, Eddie Brinkman. Frank Howard will be at first base and bat third. In left field, batting fourth, Rick Reichardt. Batting fifth and playing third base, Leo Rodriguez. Paul Casanova will catch in bat six. Tom Greve, the newcomer, will be in right field and hit seventh. He wore the Yankees out in the exhibition season this spring down in Florida. Tim Cullen will be at second base and bat eighth. And the pitcher in the first game this afternoon is Dick Bosman, who has a record of seven and seven. Now for the New York Yankees. Leading off and playing second base, Horace Clark. Jerry Kenny will be at third base and bat second. Hitting third, playing center field, Bobby Mercer. Roy White will be in left field and hit cleanup. At first base, Danny Cater batting fifth. Hitting sixth and playing right field, celebrating his 27th birthday today is Kirk Bluffery. Jake Gibbs will bat seventh and catch. Gene Michael at shortstop, hitting eighth. And the Yankee starter is Fritz Peterson. The umpires, Nestor Shylock, will be at the plate. At first base, Russ Getz. At second base, Don Denkinger. And at third base, Art France. The umpires meeting right now with manager Ted Williams of the Senators and Ralph Houck of the Yankees. The Yankees coming into this game with a record of 44-33, and 33, 11 games above the 500 mark. They trailed the Baltimore Orioles by four games overall and just three in the loss column. Baltimore was defeated last night as the Detroit Tigers came from behind to score five runs in the ninth inning. And the big blow of the inning was a pinch hit home run by Norm Cash 
and it came off the left-hander, Phil, Pete Ricker. And then Mickey Stanley followed with a home run to win the ball game for Detroit. Oh, that's good news. Very happy to hear that. That'll make this uh, double-headed day even that much more pleasant. The Washington Senators also have incentive. They are trying to catch the Boston Red Sox, the team immediately in front of them. And Washington will, will also be trying to open up some ground between themselves and the Cleveland Indians. The Senators, currently 35 wins and 43 losses, lead the sixth-place Indians by one full game. The other scores yesterday, Yankees 4, Washington 2, the Chicago White Sox 5, the Minnesota Twins 3 in 12 innings. Boston beat Cleveland 5 to 1. As we told you, Detroit shaded Baltimore 6 to 5. And it was Kansas City 8, Milwaukee 6 in a night game. Oakland defeated California 7 to 4. As Catfish Hunter became the first American League pitcher to win 13 games. The Yankees take the field. In the National League last night, the Mets defeated the Phillies 7 to 2. It was Pittsburgh 10, Chicago 6 in the first game. Chicago came back to win the nightcap 7-2. The Dodgers over the Giants 7-2. Cincinnati shut out Houston 3-0. Montreal 8, St. Louis nothing in the first game. And in the second game, the Cardinals came back for a 2-1 win. And now, ladies and gentlemen, our night.
Dick Bosman combined with Darrell Knowles on a four-hit, two-nothing shutout against the Yankees on May 20th. Bosman went six innings in that ball game and uh, gave up four hits and came out as the winner. The Detroit Tigers play a single game against the Orioles in Baltimore. That game will not start until 5 o'clock this afternoon. So we won't have uh, any uh, score from that one for quite some time. It will be the second game of our doubleheader before we get anything from there. Baltimore electing in the hot summer months of July and August to play their day games late in the afternoon because of the intense heat in Baltimore and because of the wide open stadium there which has very little cover. It's awfully hard to get a seat in that ballpark out of the blazing sun. All right, we're ready to go right now with Ed Stroud stepping in against Fritz Peterson, left-hand hitting against left-hand pitching. Stroud went 0 for 3 in his only other action in this series. First pitch is high and tight. He goes down on his right knee to get away from it. Stroud is batting 277. Tremendously fast. He has stolen 22 bases. Peterson winds, deals again, and Stroud takes high. Two balls and no strikes. Fritz Peterson hoping for his 11th win of the year. Turns the pitch loose and he's high and tight again. Notice, Phil, Fritz Peterson today went out and warmed up, then went back to the dugout for a little while, then went out and warmed up again. One other pitcher doing that, Jim Bowden. 3-0 pitch to Stroud is in there. Fastball, knee high for a strike, 3-1. Does that mean that Peterson now will write a book? <laughs> I don't know. Three balls and a strike. Pitch is hit on the ground, a shortstop. Gene Michael gets a high hop. Throws to first, he's out. Close play. That's all for Stroud, one down. It will bring up Ed Brinkman. You think that uh, Bouton's book would have been more controversial if Bouton had been a left-hander? I don't think it could be much more controversial, Frank, than it is right now. Eddie Brinkman steps in, the Washington shortstop. He's had a good series, three for seven. Brinkman overall batting 268. Right-hand hitter. Spreads out in the batter's box. Chokes well up on the bat handle. Hondo is on deck. The pitch to him, down low at a breaking pitch. Ball one. Yankees have Roy White in left field, Bobby Mercer in center, Kurt Leffrey in right. Next pitch to Brinkman. Curve is in, strikes all. One and one. Jerry Kenny is at third, Gene Michael at shortstop, Horace Clark is at second, and Danny Cater at first, with Jake Gibbs catching. Peterson accepts the sign, winds and delivers, and he gets that palm ball over the outside corner for a strike two call. This is Peterson's 19th start of the year. He has pitched three complete games and has one shutout. 
Fastball pops up. Foul. Gibbs coming back. Didn't see it for a moment. Now racing for it. The ball is in the seat. Gibbs had trouble finding that one, but would not have been able to reach it. A ball and two strikes to Ed Brinkman. Bill, how about the sky today with the uh, high cloud cover? Is it uh, a little tough or will it, it be easier? No, it's a little tough, Frank. And uh, it was surprising uh, that Jim French uh, lost one, but that was, um, let's see, that was in the day game too, wasn't it? Right. One, two, pitch. Inside. Ball two, two and two. People don't realize, sitting back here, it looks very clear on the field. But when you're out in the field, the people in the lower stands here are smoking and there's a little haze comes up. Very easy to lose the ball. Good to pitch now to Brinkman. He swings at the ground ball again to shortstop. Michael has it on two hops. His throw in time to Peter. And Brinkman is retired. Two down. And now Frank Howard. Howard is playing first base today for the Senators. Yankees cut him out 0 for 2 yesterday. He had a sacrifice fly to drive in a run, however. Howard has 21 home runs, 55 runs butted in. Would you believe he's stolen one base, Phil? I see it down there, but I just don't believe it. It's a sharp ground of the third. Kenny has it. The throw to first base. Howard is out on one pitch, and the side is retired. Well, Fritz Peterson gets the first three batters he faces all on ground balls. Nothing across for the Senators, and at the end of one half inning, the score is Washington nothing, and the Yankees coming to bat. into a Dunkin' Donuts shop, you're sure of finding three things. First, the freshest donuts in town, because we make them fresh every four hours. You'll find the cleanest place in town, because that's how it is. And you'll find something special, too. Right now, get a jumbo glass of cold, refreshing grape or orange drink for only ten cents. So come on in to your participating Dunkin' Donuts shop. That left field just out of sight. 
It's the distance plus the fact it has to be a line drive right. to fit in under the upper deck. Uh-huh. Clark leads off for the Yankees. Clark is batting 248. He's had uh, a little trouble getting the base hits of late. Batting left-handed, he takes a curve over the outside corner, strike one. Clark is one for eight in the series. Jerry Kenny on deck. Dick Bosman, with a record of seven and seven, looks into his catcher, Casanova, starts the windup. The right-hander turns it loose. Curveball fouled off the first baseline and rolling over and into the Yankee dugout. Senators have Rick Reichert in left field, Ed Stroud in center, and Tom Greve in right. Leo Rodriguez at third, Ed Brinkman at short, Tim Cullen at second, Frank Howard at first, Casanova catching. Dick Bosman into the windup, and the pitch coming. Fastball is inside at the knees. A ball and two strikes to Horace Clark. Clark bats out of a slightly open stance as a left-hand hitter. The pitch on the way. Curveball hit sharply on the ground. They get through. No! Fine play by Cullen. He throws the first case. Clark is safe with an infield hit, but Cullen came up with a beauty of a play as he dove in the right field grasp for the ball. Loved it, but threw too late to Howard to get the speedy Horace Clark. It's a base hit for Clark and brings up Jerry Kenny. Sometimes Phil, that's the kind of a base hit the player needs to get out of the slump. Absolutely. And Horace thought it was through. If you notice, then when he saw Cullen catch the ball on his knees, he shifted in a high gear and just beat the throw. What's that afterburner? Oh, Jerry yeah. Sale. Here's Jerry Kenny, left-hand hitter. Pitch to him is outside, ball one. Kenny is hitting 212. Well, you know, Frank, the Yankees have very seldom been ahead in the last two weeks, so maybe we'll see a little more running now if they can stay close or just a little bit ahead of the Senators and the twin bills. Yesterday, Kenny stole a base and got a run out of it. Right. They've only stolen two bases, I believe, in the last week. There goes Clark, pitches butted foul. Clark had a tremendous jump on Bosman. And Kenny bunted the ball foul. It's one and one. I believe, Phil, that would have been a stolen base for Clark with a jump he had. Well, he did have an excellent jump that time. Of course, Casanova has an excellent arm. Very strong throwing arm, I think. But Clark had a fine jump then on Bosman. Howard is holding the inside corner on the horse. Bosman working off the stretch. Sets at the belt, throws to first base, and Clark gets back. This is Bosman's 17th start of the year. It gets away from Casanova, and Clark moves down to second. A wild pitch. Gets away from Paul Casanova. And Clark is at second. Uh, 
Fitz charged to Bosman. Clark gets a very long lead at second with Brinkman, the shortstop, playing a bit over toward the hole and deep. Now the set the pitch to Kenny. He runs up the butt and takes it high. Ball three, three and one. Frank Howard comes in from first base, halfway to the pitcher's mound, shouts something to Bosman. Fire a pitcher, and Howard came into the mound toward me and said, get that ball down. Yes, sir. <laughs> Do everything I could to get it down. I'd roll it up there. Three balls and a strike. The stretch. And the 3-1 pitch. Bounced right back up the middle and on through to center field base hit. Clark will score. Kenny will hold up at first base with an RBI single and the Yankees break on top one to nothing. That ball was bounced right back over the pitcher's head. Bosman reached up with his bare hand, tried to flag it down, but couldn't reach it. So Kenny knocks in a run and the Yankees Lead one to nothing for Jerry Kenny, his 22nd RBI. You know, Frank, that's an example of a pitcher not being in position to field the ball. He was falling towards first. And it's so important, as Mel Stottlemyre and Whitey Ford have said through the years, and Chris Peterson, he could have helped himself. They'd have had Clark hung up between second and third. It should have been a routine play. Turns out to be a hit and a run. Now Bobby Mercer throw to first base and Kenny gets back. Kenny leads the Yankees, uh, well, he's tied now with Clark in stolen bases. They each have 10. That was Clark's 10th. No, Clark did not steal. He went down on the wild pitch, so Kenny does lead. Mercer at the first pitch on the ground is second. I'll cut it up with it. Fires to short. In back to first. Out at second, save at first. Cullen fired to the shortstop, Brinkman, and they forced Kenny. But Mercer's speed got him down to first base ahead of the return throw. Going after the first pitch, we didn't have a chance to tell you he was hitting 268. Leads the Yankees in home runs with 15. He is talking with the coach, Elson Howard, at first base. There is now one out. And Roy White's about it. White hitting 334 continues to lead the American League, but Alex Johnson of the Angels is uh, pushing closer and closer. Mercer goes on the pitch. It is taken low. The throw to second. He's out. Brinkman covering second, and Casanova throws Mercer out trying to steal. Ooh, when you said that Casanova can throw, I mean, he took his time, took a step, and still fired and beat Mercer to second base with that ball. I think he has an excellent arm. Mm. No balls and a strike to White. Check that. Make it one ball and one strike. No, no balls and a strike. Scoreboard dancing back and forth. Oh, and one pitch. Curve hit on the ground. Right side. Glove by Howard. Underhand flip to Bosman covering in time. White is out. And the side is retired. Yankees get one run on two hits. There were no Washington errors, and nobody is left on base. At the end of one, the score is New York 1 and Washington nothing.
Roddick Richfield Company discovered oil on the north slope of Alaska, the place we call the Arco Circle. It took 100,000 tons of supplies and equipment to get started. It took 100,000 tons of pipe, cement, drills, gravel, pockets, gloves, huts, heaters, tractors, ladders, radios, and orange juice. It took planes that carry 48,000 pounds and cost $4,000 a trip. It took 160 flights to set up one camp and five flights a day to keep it going. It took a specially constructed airstrip. In short, it took the biggest civilian airlift in history. At Atlantic Richfield, we went all the way to Alaska so we can provide your local Atlantic dealer with the finest Arco Petroleum products for your car. Rick Rogers, Leo Rodriguez, and Paul Casanova will be up for the Washington Senators. See if old Frank can settle down here and uh, differentiate between a wild pitch and a stolen base. <laughs> Kept thinking about that jump Clark had. When Kenny fouled the pitch off, he would have had a stolen base, and then on the next pitch, he went down on the wild pitch. Here's the first one to Riker. It's in there. Strike call. Riker is all for three in this series, batting 233 on the year, nine home runs, 22 runs batted in. He had a pretty hot bat for a while for the Senators, but lately has cooled off. Pitch to him. Fouled off his foot. Strike two. The official score for today's game is Jim Ogle, veteran sports writer for the New York Star-Ledger. Nellie Fox, first base coach, wanted the baseball examined. Signal down to Riker to have it tossed in. But it is all right, says Mr. Shylock, and it stays in play. Wayne Terwilliger coaches at third base for the Washington Senators. 0-2 pitch coming to Riker. Fastball is low. One ball, two strikes. Leo Rodriguez on deck, and then Paul Kasman over the catcher. Peterson fires again. Strike three call. He got the fastball knee high on the inside corner, and Reichert is called out. And now Leo Rodriguez, the third baseman. Rodriguez batting 257, 12 home runs and 45 runs batted in. Right hand hitter takes high ball one. Peterson turns another one loose. The palm ball is popped up on the right side of the infield. Danny Cater calling for it. First baseman under it and makes the catch. Dalton are quickly two down. Brooks Peterson, Phil, looks like a different pitcher this afternoon than he did the other night in uh, Detroit. 
he's bearing down, seems to be a little more, throwing a little bit harder than he had been his last couple of times out. Perhaps that new warm-up routine will be good for Fritz. Could very well be. His pitch to Casanova is hit in the air down the right field line, fading foul. It will be in the stands and out of play. Foul ball. Casanova is batting 277. He went one for three yesterday. Balls and a strike. Pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. Nothing and two. Yankees are leading one nothing. We're in the top half of the second. Two outs and nobody on base for uh, the Senators. Peterson's pitch. Hit on a line and trapped by Michael. He loses it, gets it again, throws, he's out. Gene Michael trapped that one on a short hop. Kicked off his glove, off his chest, hit the ground, but he grabbed it again and fired on the first base to throw out Casanova. The side is three up, three down, nothing across, and at the end of one and a half, the score is New York one and Washington nothing. Recently, you may have received a new credit card through the mail. Across the top is the name Arco, A-R-C-O. You may have noticed the name Atlantic on the card in smaller type. This new Arco card is the same as the old Atlantic credit card. Your new Arco credit card is good for all the things you get at your Atlantic service station, plus some new things. After Richfield and Atlantic merged to form the Atlantic Richfield Company, it seemed to make sense to have one national credit card honored at thousands of service stations from coast to coast. The name chosen was Arco. This new card has lots of friends. It'll pay for your rental car at Hertz or your food and lodging at any Ramada or Treadway Inn, Hyatt House Motel, Hyatt Lodge, Travel Lodge, Friendship Inn, Emmons Walker Inns Incorporated, or Superior Motel. All these people now just have one name to remember. Arco, A-R-C-O. Danny Cater will lead off for the Yankees in the bottom half of the second. This is a big day for Ron Klimkowski, Phil. Not only is he uh, celebrating his first Major League win, but today is his 90th day in the Major League. And on the contingency bonus he signed with the Boston Red Sox, today he becomes eligible for $5,000. And it has to be paid to him by Boston. Beautiful. Isn't that something? Oh, that's lovely. Danny Cater, five for seven in the series, fouls the first pitch off, strike one. Cater is hitting 310. Yeah, Ron said after the game yesterday, when he's the first time with the Red Sox, it was one of those contingency bonus things. If he made 90 days in the major leagues, he got an additional $5,000 bonus. And today is his 90th day in the major leagues. 
Although he's no longer with Boston, under the contract rules, he gets the bonus from the Red Sox. Pitch, curveball, line out of the left field, coming hard for it is Riker, and he makes the catch and sits down. Well, Cater is retired on a line drive to Rikers in left. He came in for that ball just as he caught it. He went down on his haunches. Hit it about three feet, but held on to it. One away and Kurt Bluffery, the batter. Bluffery is hitting an even 200. One for three in the series. That was a sharp double yesterday that contributed to the scoring inning. He gets a curve for strike. Leffrey was saying after the game yesterday, Phil, that finally he thinks he has his confidence that he can get the bat around. All right. He takes low and inside, one and one. He has been, as you say, whipping the ball and hitting it hard to between first and second, where he usually hits with power. He doubled sharply to right yesterday. This could be a big turn at bat for Bluffery. If he gets a hit here, he might fully restore his confidence. Pitch to him fades outside, two and one. Kurt very close on the plate. Left foot very deep in the batter's box. Back as far toward the catcher as the wall out. The windup and the 2-1 pitch. It is high. Ball three. Three balls and one strike. Three and one to Bluffery. Yankees leading one to nothing. Bottom half of the second. One out. The base is empty. Bosman winds. Kicks and deals. And Bluffery takes the strike call. It's full three and two. Bluffery started to swing at it. Changed his mind. Three and two. Jake Gibbs is on deck. Wind up by Bosman. 3-2 pitch to Bluffery. Fastball is hit deep to center field. Going back, Stroud has it measured and makes the catch on the run in deep center. The ball was well hit. But straight away to center field, Stroud has a long way to go back, and he has the speed to get back on just about anything. Nice hand for Jake Gibbs now as he steps in. Gibbs is hitting 286. He had a single and a triple yesterday. The triple was the game-winning hit for the Yankees. In his last uh, start, last Sunday, he had the game-winning home run. First pitch to him, outside and high, ball one. Bosman takes time to rub up the baseball. Gibbs has hit 462 in the last four games he has started. Six for 13. He looks at a low pitch ball, too, and we'll pause for station identification. This is Steve Fitz, your contact host. Call us weeknights from 8 to midnight. Here on the fresh air sound of Radio 81, WGY Schenectady. 
Two all pitched again. Low outside, ball three. Oh, Bosman working carefully to Gibbs has gone behind three and all. Out of left field, Riker plays Gibbs shallow. Jake pulled uh, the triple yesterday to right center, but most of his hits have been to left field. The 3 0 delivery to him. He takes it for a strike, three and one. Gene Michael is on deck. Gibbs over his last uh, four starts. Has a double, a triple, a home run, and seven runs batted in. He bounces this one slowly to second. Cullen charges and has it on two hops, flips on to first base, and the side is retired. So Bosman gets the Yankees one, two, three. Nothing across, and at the end of two, the score is New York one and Washington nothing. And now the folk sound of John Burroughs with Bill Heine. Another discovery in the Schaefer talent hunt.
is one for three in this series. 0-1 pitch to him. Fastball is blown inside. One and one. Yankees lead one nothing. We're in the top of the third. The pitch. Breaking pitch is low. Ball two, two and one. Second game this afternoon, it will be Gary Wozlewski for the Yankees and Jim Schellenbach for the Senators. Two runs it. Foul back and just over the boot. Bounces high up into the mezzanine. Two balls and two strikes. Looks down to Gibbs, has the sign. Ready with a 2-2 pitch to Tim Cullen. The windup. He turns it loose, and he's inside with it. Ball three, full count. Schellenbach, who goes in the second game for Washington, is the left-hander. 3-2 pitch. Get on the ground foul, past third. And good play by the ball boy. Count holds three and two. One nothing, Yankees lead. Peterson winds and fires, and it is just outside ball four. So Peterson gives up the first base runner. A walk to Cullen, and now the pitcher, Dick Bosman, will step in. Bosman is hitting 143, 5 for 35, all singles. He has knocked in one run. Let's see how he is as a bunter. Well, he has uh, three sacrifice bunts to lead the club. away, sends a line drive to left, and White cannot get in on it. It's in for the base hit. So the pitcher, Bosman, lines one to left. Cullen goes to second, and the Senators have a threat going. That is the first base hit of the ball game off Peterson. Start to take the jacket down to Bosman, but uh, Levy waved it off. Nope. Now Nellie Fox, the coach, is going to come down and get it, and he will put the lightweight windbreaker on down at first base. So Cullen's at second, Bosman at first, and the top of the order comes up. Ed Stroud, a left-hand hitter. In his last start at Detroit, Peterson... Uh, was shelled out in the third inning. He gave up four runs, five hits, three homers. Charged with a five to three loss. Prior to that, he beat Cleveland in a roof going performance. 
three to one. He's ready with the pitch to Ed Stroud. Here it comes, and Stroud slices it foul to the upper deck on the left side. No balls in the strike. Still no other games to report on. As soon as the scores start coming in, we'll start giving them to you. Peterson to Stroud. He hits a slow bouncer off the first baseline foul. Second strikeout for Peterson. Here's the shortstop, Ed Brinkman. He grounded out to Gene Michael his first time up. Michael so far has had four assists. Two on now with two guns. Peterson deals, and Brinkman hits it on the ground to short, and Michael boots it for an error, and all hands are safe. An easy chance to sort of feared, and Gene Michael could not come up with it. An error is charged, and the bases are loaded. I tell you, that Cullen pulled a very smart play, or else he was lucky. He stopped to let the ball go by him as it went by him. He had part of his body in uh, Gene Michael's line of sight, and Gene kind of flinched on the ball. And you say a very easy play it should have been, but it wasn't. Races are loaded for Frank Howard. Second time in the series, Howard has come up with the bases loaded. He grounded out to Jerry Kenny his first time up. Kenny is back almost to the grass at third on him. Here's the pitch. Howard lines it out into right field. It's going to be in for the base hit. Played on one hop by Bluffery. One run is home. Here comes Bosman for the plate. He slides in. He's safe. Throw was cut off by Keeter at the mound, and the Senators go in front 2-1. to one. Rickman went all the way to third. Howard stopped at first with a bases loaded two-run single. Here comes Bosman for the plate. He slides in. He's safe. Throw is cut off by Keener at the mound, and the Senators go in front two to one. Rinkman went all the way to third. Howard stopped at first with a bases loaded two-run single. 
The runs are unearned. The error by Michael should have been the third out of the inning. Runners at first and third, and the batter is Rick Reichert. Called out on strikes his first time up. Peterson works off the stretch and the pitch. Reichert bunts it foul. There was no suicide squeeze on. He just was bunting for the base hit. For Frank Howard, the two runs butted in, give him 57 for the year. And three in this series. Infield is backed off deep. Deep man in the outfield is white and left against Rick Record. The 0-1 pitch. He swings and he misses on the palm ball, strike two. said before, Peterson has two pitches that move away from the right-hand hitter. He has the palm ball, and he also has developed a screwball. Oh, and two pitch coming. Fastball high and inside. Ball one. One and two. You watch Peterson pitch. The screwball comes in with more velocity than the palm ball. The palm ball is more of a change of pace pitch. One to the record. He swings and misses strike three. And that looked like the screwball, didn't it, Phil? Third strikeout for Peterson, but the Senators come up with two runs on two hits, a costly Yankee error, and two men are left on. At the end of two and a half, the score is Washington two and New York one. Driving down the highway, any street or highway, and you want that special kind of treat. Any day or night time, any time's the right time, there's one place to go if you want the very best to eat. Yankees will have to play catch-up baseball right now as they go to the bottom half of the third inning. Michael leads off, then Fritz Peterson and Horace Clark. The error charge to Michael in the top of the inning was his 14th error of the year. Washington, two runs, two hits. The Yankees, one run on two hits. 
You were not with us when we mentioned the Detroit-Baltimore game earlier. They will play starting at 5 o'clock, a single game in Baltimore. So no report on that one for a long time yet. Detroit came from behind in the ninth to win last night's game. Here's the pitch to Michael. Inside at the knees, ball one. Detroit scored five runs in the ninth inning and beat Baltimore six to five. Wind up in the 1-0 pitch to Michael. Fastball for a strike, one and one. Dick Bosman. Frank fires, and Michael bounces one slowly toward Howard at first. The big man has it, makes the play unassisted, and Michael is retired. One away, and the batter will be Fritz Peterson. Peterson is batting 256. He has 11 hits in 43 trips, including two home runs and seven runs batted in. The third baseman, Leo Rodriguez, comes into the mound to talk to Bosman. Peterson, a switch hitter, will bat left-handed. Bosman's first pitch. Curveball for a strike. Pitcher gets hot with the bat, Phil. Word gets around. They start curving him. That's right. On one. Bosman turns it loose. Another curve swung on and missed. Strike two. Sky is just about completely overcast now, but no threat of precipitation. The 0-2 pitch to Peterson. He swings and the bouncing ball to Howard again at first base. The big man has this one and makes his second unassisted put out. Two down, and it will bring up Horace Clark. Clark had a base hit his first time up. He hit the ball sharply between first and second. Tim Cullen made a fine play on the ball in the right field grass, but Clark, with his speed, beats the throw to first. He moved the second on a wild pitch and scored on Jerry Kenny's single to center field. Bosman works off the first base side of the pitching rubber. Delivers, and Clark bluffs the bunt and takes the curve low for a ball. Senators lead 2-1, bottom half of the third. There are two outs, nobody on. Bosman's next pitch. In there, strike call, 1-1. One one. Rodriguez, the third baseman, plays very wide of the line and at the edge of the grass against Clark. 
One one pitch to the horse. He fouls it back and into the mezzanine. down to get the sign from Casanova. Here's the one-two pitch to Clark. He sends it in the air to left field. Coming on for it is Rick Reichert, and Reichert makes the catch for out number three. Three up, three down for the Yankees. Nothing across, and at the end of three innings, the totals look like this. The Senators, two runs, two hits, no errors. The Yankees, one run, two hits, and one error. Normally at this time, we bring you the scores of other games, but uh, I think that is a very scoreboard right now. Anyway, Phil Rizzuto with what information we have, and Phil will carry you through the next three. Okay, Frank. So we'll give you the lineup as to who is playing who. Detroit at Baltimore, and as Frank told you, that game will start at 5 p.m. Cleveland will be at Boston, Chicago at Minnesota, Oakland at California, and Kansas City at Milwaukee. In the National League, the Mets are at Philadelphia, and uh, it'll be Kuzman for the Mets and Fryman for the Phillies. Cardinals will be at Montreal, San Diego at Atlanta, Pittsburgh at Chicago, Houston at Cincinnati, and the Dodgers at San Francisco. That's the way they will line up. And we'll have a lot of action for you later on. Most of the games get underway right here now. The Yankees, once again, will have to battle from behind. They trail 2-1 to one going into the top of the fourth inning. As we look at the races, the Yankees, this is a big doubleheader for the Yankees because they go from here down to Baltimore to play the team directly ahead of them right now. And the Yankees are four games behind Baltimore. Only three in the loss column. But they've got to kind of look over their shoulders as Baltimore is doing right now. Baltimore looking over their shoulders at the Yankees, Detroit, and Boston. Peterson's first pitch is a swing and a miss by Rodriguez. Strike one. Rodriguez popped to first his first time up. Play him straight away in the outfield. Michael is in the hole at short for him. The curve is high. One of one. Yankees scored in the first inning. Senators picked up their two in the top of the third. The error makes both runs unearned. A bounce to third base. Kenny right over the bag. Skips, jumps, throws in time. One out. And that'll bring up Paul Casanova and Bob Gamere over from the TV side. Looks like uh, we're a little bit jinxed yet. I thought we were over it, Bob. Well, I tell you, these pitches, the opposing pitches getting the base hits off Chris Peterson in this past week has certainly hurt them. Absolutely. I think Ted Williams, who uh, was so upset because other pitches were hurting his team by getting hit, kind of got his pitches a little up for it, and they're starting to hit that ball. It's a foul just below a strike one. Paul Casanova, who lined hard to Gene Michael in the second inning, robbed of a base hitters up there. 
One out, nobody on. Peterson kicks, delivers it, inside. One on one. Kenny deep at third, guarding the line, casting over a right hand batter. Swings and pops it up on the right side. Danny Cater in foul territory will have a shot at it. Makes the catch and it's two out. And that will bring up Tommy Greve, who bounced a short his first time up. And Frank and I were remarking how quickly this young man got down to first base box. Yeah, I said the same thing on TV, especially since he couldn't have gotten much sleep last night. Right? <laughs> Jerry played yesterday, had that long plane ride. What I tell you, playing in the big leagues, just got to make you two or three steps faster. <laughs> the right one called on a curveball. A right-hand batter. Boy, what a thrill it must be. The number on his back, number four, and that's usually reserved for the big hitters. About to the third base, Kenny gets the big hop. Fires the first in time, and they just do get him again. So, three up, three down for Fritz Peterson. And at the end of three and a half, it's Washington two, the Yankees one. The Arctic Tundra, 12 inches of vegetation covering frozen ground a thousand feet deep. When Atlantic Richfield Company discovered oil on Alaska's north slope, the place we call the Arco Circle, we found out if you disturb the tundra, you cause erosion. A tire track can cause a 50-foot gorge. We stopped driving our trucks across it and started experiments with 13 different kinds of grass seed so that if erosion occurred, we'd be ready. The seeding has to be done by hand. The fertilizing has to be done by helicopters, and the grasses will have to be incredibly hardy to make it. But if they do, there will be a way to protect the delicate tundra forever. At Atlantic Richfield Company, we're doing this because we believe drilling for oil and conservation go together. We went all the way to Alaska to drill for oil so we can provide your local Atlantic dealer with the finest Arco Petroleum products for your car. Don't forget the next bad day here at Yankee Stadium after the 65,000 fans we had out here for the last one. The final bat day of the season, July the 19th, as the Yankees have a doubleheader with the California Angels. Right now, the runner-up teams in both the Eastern and Western Divisions of the American League, the Yankees and the Angels. Five for the Yankees, it'll be Jerry Kenny who single at center to drive in the one Yankee run in this ball game. Jerry now with 22 runs batted in. And the Yankee fans coming to life here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Still plenty of time to get out for the remainder of this first game and the big second game coming up. Kenny takes the pitch inside ball one. Rodriguez has moved way in at third base. Rick Reichert moved way over towards the left field foul line. What a hole in left center. 
Boy, Jerry Kenny, if he can hit one over the shortstop there, he's got himself a triple. The pitch is a curve low ball two, two and nothing. Bosman has allowed two hits and one run, has not struck out anybody nor walked anybody. Both pitches pitching rapidly, both with excellent control. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Outside, ball three. And on deck, Bobby Mercer. So Kenny, who gets the take sign from Dick Hauser. He'll try and upset Bosman a little bit, moving around at the plate. Here's the pitch. He takes it slow, ball four, and Kenny's on with the first walk given up by Dick Bosman. That brings up Bobby Mercer, who bounced into a fourth play his first time up and then was cut down trying to steal. Bobby, 15 home runs, 44 runs batted in. Boy, he had a hot streak there for a while, do you remember? At one time, four consecutive home runs in, four consecutive at-bats. Howard holds the bag against Kenny. Here's a stretch by Bosman. Check the runner. His pitch foul out of play. He pitched Bobby away, and Bobby was trying to get good wood on that ball and fouled it over the center of the dugout back upstairs. A lot of room down that left field line. Riker now has swung well over towards left center for Merson. Way over from where he was playing Jerry Kenny. Of course, Frank Howard, not too quick at first base, and Bobby could pull one. The stretch by Boston. Throw to first base, Jerry is back. On deck, Roy White. Bosman sets his pitcher curve outside. One and one. Boy, it sure means a lot to this Yankee team when they get either Kenny or Clark to lead off and get on base. No doubt about it. Yesterday, Kenny got on, stole that base, and scored a big run. Clark upsetting the pitcher and the catcher. Helped make Bosman commit a wild pitch which led to a run in the first inning of this game. So Jerry Kenny with 10 stolen bases. He leads the Yankees in that department. Is that first a 1-1 count on Mercer? Nobody out. 2-1 Washington leads. The pitch is the pitch out. He was not going. But just as Bob mentioned, just the fact of having a Kenny at first base gets the catcher thinking, the pitcher thinking. And that's a plus for the hitter, because they cannot bear down and concentrate as much on the hitter as they would like to. So now it's two balls and a strike. What was that? They're throwing things at Bob Gamere, somebody from Worcester. The stretch and the pitcher curve outside ball three. Oh, no kidding. What was that? That came by here and hit Bob's scorecard and kicked down below... Thankful it wasn't a cherry bomb. It was about the size of one, but a little whiter. All right, three and one to count. Kenny leads. He's going. The pitch is in deep to right field. Way back, but back there and making the catch against the wall. 
Here's the right fielder, Tommy Graves. Oh, and Bobby flings the helmet down and just cuts. He hit that ball as hard as you could hit it, but just did not get it up in the air. More of a line drive. I thought that was it, Robert. Oh, I thought it was gone when he hit it. He made good contact. A lot of times, first hits those high flies that go out into the right field seats, and somehow those are as better home run shots than the line drives. They carry more. You're absolutely right. The line drives seem to sink more. Casanova now signaling over to the center of the bench. Whatever it was, it has not upset any plans. Now Roy White, who bounced out to first base his first time up. So Kenny leads away with one out. The stretch throw over there, and Kenny is back. Well, Tommy Greve got back to the wall in a hurry. That is back against the 344-foot sign. They play White the same way they played Bobby Mercer. Kenny leads. The pitch, check swing, foul over Dick House's head and bounces into the stands and out again. One strike on Roy White. Roy came into this game as the league leading hitter at 334. Frank Howard holds the bag against Kenny. Jerry leads. Here's the stretch. Pitch is outside, one and one. On deck, Danny Cater. Bosman toes the rubber. Two to one, Senators are leading. We're in the bottom of the fourth. The stretch. The pitch is a curve outside. Two balls, one strike. So, Bosman falling behind now on the hitters. When you do, you've got to come in. Make your pitch just a little bit better. He had to do that to Mercer. Bobby really hit it. A sinking line drive. All right, ready for the 2-1 pitch. Uh, off the end of the bat, it's going to be tough. Casanova up with it, goes to first just in time. Good play by Casanova. And we'll pause for station identification. This is Shannon in the morning, coming your way Monday through Saturday, 5.30 to 10, here on the fresh air sound of Radio 81, WGY Schenectady. All right, Danny Cater will be the batter. They actually haven't figured a way to get Danny out. The Senators and the pitchers. But last time up, he hit a bullet, a line drive to Rick Reich in left field. the stretch pitch to Danny, a curve in the throw to second, a little high, and sliding back in time is Kenny. That Casanova's got a rifle for an arm, I tell you. He threw Mercer out after Bobby had a good jump. 
And there, flat-footed, he threw a strike to second base, but Kenny, with his good speed, got back. It's one strike to Danny Cater. Two men are out. And the Senators lead two to one. On deck, Kurt Blefford. Yankees have hit some good shots off Bosman. Cater, Bluffery, Mercer, but they've been caught. Pitch to Danny, low and inside as he came side on with a sinker, one on one. At the end of one now, it's the Mets nothing and the Phillies nothing. game everybody wanted to watch on the scoreboard at Detroit at Baltimore, but they don't start till 5 o'clock. The stretch. Curve swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes. Again, he came side on, but that time he curved Danny. Although that particular pitch doesn't give Tater too much trouble. High hitter that Danny is. Wherever the pitch is, he can go that way. So Kenny's at second with two outs. Bosman nods his head. Here's the stretch. The pitch, a bouncy ball at second base. Up with it is Cullen. Throw to first in time, and Danny's out of there. So for the Yankees, no runs, no hits, no errors. A man left, and at the end of four full innings, it's Washington two, the Yankees one. important part of safe driving is good vision. A dirty windshield, particularly at night, can be a killer. That's why at Atlantic Red Ball stations, your dealer doesn't just promise to clean your window. We guarantee it. In fact, if an Atlantic Red Ball dealer doesn't clean your windshield or offer to check your oil, weather permitting, he'll refund the price of your gasoline. Red Ball service is your Atlantic dealer's way of assuring you of good service every time you come in. So that if you're away from home, you know you're going to get the same good service you've always gotten around the corner. So that you know your car will be taken care of whether you know the dealer or not. The details may vary slightly from state to state, but the quality of Red Ball never varies. If it does, you get your gasoline for free. Atlantic Red Ball Service. You're ahead of the game whether you get it or not. Well, Fritz Peterson has the bottom of the order to work on here in the bottom half of the, rather than the top half of the fifth inning. But the bottom of the order was the part of the order that caused him all the trouble in the third inning. He walked Tim Cullen, a single by the pitcher Bosman, and then Gene Michael made an error on Eddie Brinkman's ground ball. Frank Howard, a single with the bases loaded, and the Senators lead the Yankees 2-1. to one. All right, Cullen and Bosman both came in to score, and here's Cullen up there again. Peterson's only walk, and that's the penalty a good control pitcher has to pay. They might walk one or two men a game, but doggone it, they don't score. Drive to left field. Roy White coming in, digging hard, and can't get it. Drops in front of him. Roy White 
who plays a very deep left field here at Yankee Stadium, has had shoes drop right in front of him. That's base hit number three for the Washington Senators, or Fritz Peterson here is Bosman, who lined a single in left field his first time up. Yankees right now, though, will have to look for the sacrifice attempt. Cato holds the bag against Cullen. Cullen up there batting 184. Bosman stretches, bunts out in front of the box, gives up with it, has to go to first base. Clark covering. Perfect sacrifice from two to four from the catcher to the second baseman covering. Moving the second is Cullen. And now it's Stroud, who has bounced to short and struck out. Stroud batting 277. Stroud taking plenty of time, waiting for Bosman to walk by him. Get near the dugout so he can get some rest. Senators lead 2-1. to one. We're in the top of the fifth inning. All right, Cullen leads the way. Peterson sets. His curve is high. Ball one. Stroud, a left-hand batter. Versus shallow in center field. Bluffrey not too deep in right. Stretched by Peterson. His curve is inside. Ball two. Two or nothing. Tim Cullen at second base with one out. Peterson ready again. Curve low this time, and it's ball three, three and nothing. On deck, Eddie Brinkman. Peterson ready for the 3-0 delivery. Right down the middle, strike call, three and one. These are the hitters that the Yankee pitchers must get. They don't want to get Frank Howard up there with men on. The 3-1 delivery in there. Strike two call. Three and two as Fritz came sidearm. Full count on Ed Straw. We have another big game to go here at the stadium. Crowd waves that bat down low over home plate. Now they're both ready. Peterson's pitcher curve, bounce to first base. Cato one hands it, wheels around, throws to Peterson. They got him. Fritz wheels around as Cullen goes to third base. That was a fine play by Cato and Peterson as they combined to get the speedy Ed Stroud. 
Cater one-handed the ball at going towards the foul line, turned completely around and flipped a strike to Peterson. There are two outs. And now Brinkman, who has bounced a short and reached on an error. And the error was the big play in this ball game. It would have been three outs. But it loaded the bases, and then Howard came through with a long single of right field to drive in two. And that's the difference in the ball game. The center is leading two to one. And Howard is on deck, so Peterson going to try just a little harder to get Brinkman out of there. Pitch to Brinkman. Strike one call. Senators have three hits and two runs. The Yankees, two hits and one run. Kerr popped up in the center field. Mercer moves in. Bobby playing him perfectly there and makes the catch. So they get out of the inning. No runs, a base hit, no errors. A man left. And at the end of four and a half, it's Washington two, the Yankees one. Well, this is Bob Gamere. And between innings, as my guest, we have... Bob Green from the New York Yankees Network Station, WDEW, up in Westfield, Massachusetts. What's the Massachusetts station uh, doing being with the Yankees instead of the Red Sox? Well, if you knew the people around our area, especially around the Westfield, Springfield, Hartford area, got a lot of Yankee fans there, even though uh, we got a lot of Boston fans, but we've got a lot of Yankee fans, too. I know it well, having been in Worcester for many years, but I just wanted you to tell the people about it. Uh, these fans, most of them, uh, have been with the Yankees for many years, and they just will not change. No, they'll never give up. It's been quite a few years, and uh, this year, as far as we're concerned, this is it. And the Yankees are going to go all the way, and everybody thinks so. In fact, we're running a contest on the air now, and I guess about 9 out of 10 are picking the Yankees to win the World Series. All right, well, Bob, nice to have you with us, and I hope you enjoyed the doubleheader. I will. Thank you, Bob. Well, on July 19th, the Yankees will hold their second bat day of 1970. Remember, the first one was such a success. Over 65,000 people here, so they've decided to hold another one. And on July 19th, It'll be almost a triple header, because you'll see a double header. Plenty of action with the California Angels facing the Yankees. And then all the youngsters, 14 years of age or under, accompanied by an adult, will receive an official Little League bat. All right, Kurt Fluffery, who lined deep and hard to center field in the second inning, will lead off for the Yankees here in the bottom of the fifth, New York trailing 2-1. to one. Baltimore leading the Yankees by four. Tigers have been creeping up now. They're only six behind, only one behind the Yankees in the loss column. And the Red Sox creeping up are only eight behind and only three behind the Yankees in the loss column. Lefrey takes a strike on a breaking pitch. In the American League West, Minnesota leads the Angels by four and Oakland by five and a half. The rest really way down. Curve full foul alongside Elston Howard. Hooked the Joplin by the ball boy down there. 
And picked up by Tommy Grieve in right field. 0-2 on Bluffrey. 2-1, the Senators are leading. Dick Bosman on the mound. He winds low and inside with a fastball, a ball, and two strikes. In the National League, the Mets, just a half game over the Pirates, four over the Cardinals, and four over the Cubs, eight over the Phillies, and nine over Montreal. The one-two pitch, low two and two. Ellis was hit in the nose in batting practice during the uh, first game, rather before the first game started. It did bleed profusely, but Johnny claims he'll be ready to play the second game. Curve popped up, coming back near the screen, passing over there, and can't get it. It goes in the first row of box seats. Had he gotten there a little quick, he'd have been able to reach in and make the play, but he kind of circled it. Looks like the catcher's having trouble with pop fouls in his series. Oh, we have a very light cloudiness today, and even up here it's a little bit hard to pick up that ball as it comes off of that. But you're right, that ball was playable if he gets back there. The other day was embarrassing, and uh, when uh, little Jim French was about 100 feet away from the fouls, and so it must be tough for the catchers here at the stadium. To pick up those high fouls. All right, Bluffrey got a break there. It's still two and two. Curve hit deep to right for curving foul. And boy, Kurt is really starting to pull the ball now. Starting to break those wrists, but out in front. Line drive deep into the lower right field seat foul. Still two and two. On deck, Jake Gibbs. Lefrey, 27 years old today. Takes the pitch low and it's three and two. Three balls, two strikes, nobody out and nobody on bottom of the fifth. Bosman checks the sign as the Yankee fans start the rhythmic applause. Here's the payoff pitch. Hits on the left field line. Could be trouble. Riker digging stops. He's there now and makes the catch. That ball carried a lot deeper than I thought it would when he first hit it. One away. And now Jake Gibbs, who bounced to second base his first time up. Last two uh, Yankee victories, Gibbs has knocked in the deciding run. A triple yesterday and a three-run homer back on June 28th. Pitch to Jake as a curve over the outside corner. Strike one call. Jake came into this game batting 286. One man out, two to one, Senators leading. On deck, Gene Michael. 
Bosman's curve bounced back over the pitcher's head. Brinkman in back of the bag. One hands it throws to first. They got him. Nice play by Eddie Brinkman, who is an underrated shortstop. I said he has as fine a throwing arm as any shortstop in the big leagues. He's a day-in, day-out, real steady, dependable ball player. Just not flashy and actually doesn't get the notices he should get. But Ted Williams, very happy with him. Two men are out, and now Gene Michael bounced to first his first time up. Mr. Gene, check swing, and it's low, ball one. Pitches have been in command here. Senators only three hits, Yankees two. And the Senators leading two to one. Pitch by Bosman is low ball two, two and nothing. And right here, manager Ralph Hawk would love to see Gene Michael get on, even though Chris Peterson, not a bad hitting pitcher. If anyone were to make the third out of this inning, he would rather it be Peterson. Start off with the top of the order next inning. The 2-0 pitch hit foul. Out of play, back in the seat. Nice crowd on hand for this twin bill. There's still plenty of good seats available if you want to come out for the remainder of this game and all the seconds. That pitch is low, and it's three and one. Gene Michael, who has one homer and 20 runs batted in on the year. Very little breeze blowing. Top of the stadium, the flags are blowing. Center field is just about straight down. The pitch is in there, full count. Three balls, two strikes. Two out and nobody on. Bosman has had a lot of three and two counts on Yankee hitters, yet he has walked only one man. There's the payoff pitch. Way high and outside ball four. Second walk given up by Bosman. That'll bring up Peterson. And you can see Bosman with his hands on his hips. He wanted to get Michael out so that he'd have Peterson leading off in the bottom of the sixth. But now Fritz is up there, batting 256. He has 11 base hits, two homers, seven runs batted in. He likes that fastball. He seems to have a little bit of trouble with a breaking pitch. The hit, that is. Howard not holding Michael too close at first. Stretch by Boston. Curve hit deep to right, but foul. He got that curve high and in, and Fritz really jumped on it, but way out in front, and way foul deep to right. Horace Clark on deck. Michael leads away. Fritz swings, fouls it back, and into the press box. 
Red Foley of the New York Daily News. And Red's a pretty good ball player. If you saw the way he was built, you wouldn't believe it. He looks more like a bowler than a ball player, but Red is a pretty good ball player. Now the two-strike pitch outside. One ball, two strikes. The fellow next to him looks like the inspiration for the song, The Beer Barrel Polka. One ball, two strikes, two outs. A bounce to the first base, kick foul. Big Frank Howard up with him. Still one ball, two strikes, and two outs. And two to one, the Senators lead. Yankees scored in the first inning. Senators picked up their two in the third. Two Senator runs unearned. They count in the ball game, though. That's where they do count. The stretch, the pitch. Foul out of play upstairs and back of home plate. Well, Fritz is hanging in there. Sign over there. Maybe Howard's a firecracker, but we can stop his view. I don't get it, but pretty clever anyway. The one-two pitch on the way. Deep to center field. Crowd going back, going back, and makes the catch backing up, and I want to tell you, that ball was creamed. That Stroud was playing Peterson shallow, but he's got that good speed and made the play. No runs, no hits, no errors, a man left. And now at the end of five, it's Washington two with the Yankees one. Oh, Yankee Stadium birthday parties for children, a highly successful innovation last year, and they're being celebrated again here in 1970. Birthday celebrations for children include a delicious Kraft birthday cake, an autographed birthday card with the signatures of all the Yankees and the birthday child's name on the center field scoreboard 20 minutes before game time. And in addition, organist Eddie Layton will play happy birthday when the name appears on the board. Now, it's easy to arrange a birthday party. All you have to do is purchase a bit of of eight $4 box seats or two seventy-five reserve seats and leave the rest to the New York Yankees. Birthday parties can be ordered only through the mail and must be received by the Yankees at least one week before the date of the game you wish to attend. For complete information and an easy-to-use order blank, write the birthday parties, the New York Yankees, Yankee Stadium, the Bronx, New York. trailing two to one and Frank Howard who has bounced the third and single right to drive in the two senator runs will be the batter he's always a threat this man has 57 runs batted in on the year now
Every ball game is shirt is soaked through with perspiration. Big, big man. Six seven, two hundred and seventy pounds. Hi, Fritz Peterson. I just tied his shoelace. At the end of two now, the Mets are leading the Phillies one to nothing. That's the only other score available right now. Fritz Peterson ready. It's the Howard. Swing and a miss on an off-speed pitch. Strike one. Nobody out, nobody on. On deck, Rick Riker. A bounce to the third base. Kenny backs up deep. Takes about five steps, fires the first in time, and that time Kenny realized he could afford to take quite a few steps. Really came running up towards first before he threw that, but he was deep, almost in short left field. One out, and now Riker. He's been up twice, struck out both times. That's one disadvantage that Frank Howard has, probably the only one, that he cannot beat out any infield rollers. Record hit foul and upstairs out of play. Strike one. Senators two and the Yankees one in the top of the sixth. Time is called by plate umpire Nestor Shylock. Esther Shalak, one of the real top umpires in this profession. Esther strikes nothing in two on the inside corner. Of course, all the umpires try real hard. Just like ball players, some are better than others. The two-strike pitcher curve hits slowly down the third base line. Kenny has to let it roll and... Beautiful heads-up play by Jerry Kenny, who was playing right and deep. A slow roller down third. It was fair till about 10 feet before the bag. Kenny almost picked it up barehanded, ran by it, and then it just rolled foul. Oh, man, still two strikes. The best play of the game, Phil. It was a, really a heads-up play. Where'd you get the coffee, Bob? Just went back and uh, paid a quarter. You know, I'd have given you water if you'd have brought me one. <laughs> Up in Worcester, you know, they don't do things for other people. It's a nice town, but very close-knit town. They just do things for each other. All right, Owen, through the count. Boy, that coffee smells good. Swing and a miss. He couldn't check it. That's the third time that Reichert has gone down. Swing and a miss. He couldn't check it. That's the third time that Reichert has gone down on strikes. And it's just the fourth strikeout for Peterson. His other strikeout victim was Stroud. Here's Rodriguez. Popped to first, bounced to third. Even if he offered me a sip, Sandy, I'd be happy. Or a smell.
He doesn't take a hint, this kid. There's a check swing, and it's inside ball one. Forget it. I'll go up and get one myself, boss. Well, I figured you were so loyal with our soft drink sponsor and our beer sponsor. That's it. I know, but in between, you got to try the other sponsor's stuff so that you know what you're talking about. you got to compare. I'll even lick the spoon that you started with. <laughs> two balls, no strikes to count. Two outs. Senators leading two to one here in the top of the sixth. Pitch to Rodriguez is low, three and oh. Now, Peterson has walked just one man. That was Tim Cullen in the third inning, and that cost him. The only man he walked came around to score. Fastball line the left field on the 3-0 count. White comes in and makes the catch. Well, they gave him the green light, and Rodriguez has been hitting some home runs. So it's three up, three down. And at the end of five and a half, it's Washington two, the Yankees one. Hi, I'm Roy White of the Yankees. You know there are times in the diamond when everything I do seems to go wrong. The team needs a run and I strike out. There are men on base and I make a false error in the field. I'd like to hide, to get away from a bad scene, but I know I can't. This type of situation affects us all at some time, no matter what game we're playing or life we're living. Sometimes the drugs are the hideaway and escape. Don't cop out with drugs. Forget the crutches. And stay in there. Get the facts. Write for a new booklet, Answers to Questions About Drug Abuse. From the National Clearinghouse for Drug Abuse Information. Box 1701, Washington, D.C. 20013. Pepsi-Cola as we get set to go on into the bottom half of the sixth inning. Well, what do you expect? You got me with my tongue hanging out here with that nice cup of coffee, so I had to go and get Pepsi. Here's the sandwich man at the same time. Oh, really beautiful. All right, the Yankees will have the top of the order coming up. Clark, Kenny, and Mercer. Horace beat out an infield hit in the first inning. And came around to score, and now the Yankee fans come alive. The Yankees trailing here two to one. They're getting down late in this ball game. Bosman has allowed just two base hits as Clark takes the strike, and both those hits were in the first inning by the first two men in the Yankee order, Clark and Kenny. Since then, the only men to get on were by walk. He's only walked two. Line and clock at the base hit, his second hit of the game. Reeves up with it, fires it in. And I want to tell you, Horace Clock golfed a low curveball and hit a bullet. So that's base hit number three. And now Jerry Kenny, who's single to center, after Clark had advanced on a wild pitch, Kenny single the center scored Horace, the only Yankee run. And we've got Eddie Layton on the ball again now. 
Eddie has been a lucky charm for the Yankees. Howard holding the bag against Clark. So once again, the Yankees have the speed on the bases. The stretch. Throw over there. Horace back. Oh, man, that was close. Very close. On deck, Bobby Mercer. Here's the stretch. Quick throw over there again. That time, Hondo did not try and tag Clark. And he steps out of the batter's box. Nobody out. Two to one. Senators leading. We're in the bottom of the sixth. Stretch by Bosman. Checks the runner. His pitch low in the dirt. Scooped up by Casanova. Ball one. And again, that good speed at first base has the pitcher worrying a little bit. Sandy Albert just solved it as Bob Gamir's head was turned. He poured a little coffee in a Pepsi-Cola cup. What a combination. Here's the stretch. The pitch is a curve outside. Ball two, two and nothing. And now Tim Cullen comes in from second base to talk with Bosman. How many sugars did you put in here, Robert? I think I put four or five. Yeah, it's a little sweet. <laughs> All right, two and all the count. Yankees trailing two to one in the bottom of the sixth. There's the stretch. The pitch hits the strike. Kenny was taking all the way, and Clark was not going. Balls, one strike, nobody out. All right, the stretch now by Bosman. Clock's going. The ball is outside. Throw to second. Oh, what a throw. They got him. Oh, I want to tell you, this Casanova has got an arm. He fired a strike to Eddie Brinkman. And Clark, who is an excellent base runner, was out by about 10 feet. The second man he's thrown out, he threw Mercer out in the first inning. All right. That's one big out. That's a 3-1 count now on Kenny. Here's the 3-1 pitch. It's low ball four, and that was a big play for the Senators. That's the third walk given up as we pause for station identification. This is your guy, High Agent. Know me for your kind of music, weekdays, 3 to 7, here on the fresh air sound of Radio 81, WGY Schenectady. Hi, Bobby Mercer, the head of. Bobby bounced to second. And then line deep to right field. One out. Yankees trailing two to one. Bottom of the sixth. So Kenny gets a big lead at first base. The stretch. The pitch. Line to center field and in for a base hit. 
And Jenny's going to strike the third. No, he comes back to throw. He's safe. Holy cow, what a play. Jerry Kenny, rounded second, was going to go to third. Went about 20 feet. Double turned around, came back. Stroud fired the ball into Tim Cullen. Fortunately, it was a little high, and Jerry Kenny dove back to second base. Let's see if he's injured. He dove hard. What a play by everybody concerned. We're looking at it again on TV. Here's Stroud making the catch. Fires it into second. Kenny goes back, dives underneath the tag, and he's safe. But Jerry, let's see, he jammed something out there. Joe Storey is going out. Ralph Houck is out there. And looks like his left hand, as Tim Cullen, the second baseman, came down. I don't know whether he stepped on him. Bob, did you see it? Well, uh, Cullen, first of all, did a little dance step, putting the tag down. Actually, even though the throw was high, first of all, as you said, if the throw was low, he's a dead duck. Right. The throw was high, and if Cullen had just put it right down on the bag, he might have had him. But he really wasn't in position to. I don't think Cullen was fully expecting the play to develop that way. Absolutely. Right. And he had to turn around, take a step or two, and then make the tag. Jerry's going to stay in. All right. As Bob said, he's going to stay in. And he dove back hard as he talked now to Don Dickinger, the second base umpire. Jerry rounded the bag. As he said, he went about 20 feet, stumbled, turned around, and dove back head first. So the Yankees now, for the first time in the ball game, have two men on since the first inning, and that was the inning that they scored. So let's see if they can do it again. Roy White, the American League leading hitter, ready to stretch the pitch to Roy. Hit the left field, and digging hard, like is digging, digging, and makes the catch going in deep left center. Holy cow, Rick Reichert, who is not supposed to be an outstanding outfielder, took at least a triple away from Roy White that time, and Kenny has to hustle back to second and Mercer back to first. I didn't think Reichert had a chance there. The ball was not a high fly ball. It was more of a line drive to deep left center, and Reichert caught it like an end going downfield and catching a pass over his shoulder. That's four that he's caught, and he hasn't had an easy one in the lot. That's right. He's moved around very well. They have positioned him very well on the different hitters. Now Cater lined hard to left, and that was one he took away from Danny, and then bounced to second. So it's two out. Kenny at second. Mercer at first. The Yankees trailing two to one in the bottom of the sixth. They play Cater straight away. The stretch by Bosman. Pitch to Danny. A curve foul back on the screen. Out of play. Strike one. On deck, Kurt Leffrey. Two out, one strike on Danny Cater, and the Yankees trail two to one in the bottom of the sixth. Mercer leads off first, Kenny off second. Pitch by Bosman is low, one ball, one strike. 
Boston's employing that sidearm. Well, Mordecator, obviously, he's the only right-handed batter in the lineup, but he likes to go sidearm on Danny. We saw Danny hit one of those for a base hit. I think it was yesterday or the night before. That's right. Danny will not be fooled nearly as much as any other right-hand batter on the Yankees because he goes with the pitch. One ball, one strike, two out. Bosman ready. The runners lead off first and second. His pitch low and inside to him on. So the walk cost Fritz Peterson. And the walk right now has Bosman in trouble, but there are two away. Yankees who scored first in the first inning are trailing two to one. Here's the stretch. Check of the runner. The pitch, a bouncing ball back to Bosman. He's got it on one hop. Flips to Frank Howard in time. That's all for the Yankees. No runs on two hits. No errors. Two men left. At the end of six, it's Washington two, the Yankees one. Now Bob will bring you the scores and the last three innings. All right, thank you, Phil. Let's have a look at what's been happening on the scoreboard. Cleveland and Boston, no score after an inning and a half. Rick uh, Austin against Mike Nagy. Detroit and Baltimore, they get underway at 5 o'clock. Chicago and Minnesota, we have the starting pitchers. Miller against Cott. Oakland and California later. Kansas City at Milwaukee, the starters. Butler against Lockwood. In the National League, the Mets lead the Phillies 1-0 after 3. It's Kuzman against Fryman. After one, Montreal leads St. Louis 1-0. Gibson for the Cardinals and Rich Nye for Montreal. And Jones hit his 10th home run of the season in the first inning for Montreal. They lead 1-0 after one. San Diego at Atlanta. It's Coombs against Reed. Pittsburgh at Chicago. Doc Ellis against Ferguson Jenkins. And Rich Herbner had a home run. His third of the season in the first inning with a man on. Houston failed to score on the top of the first at Cincinnati. LeMaster against Simpson. And Los Angeles will be playing at San Francisco later on. Well, we go to the top half of the seventh inning here at Yankee Stadium. The starting pitchers are still around. Fritz Peterson and Dick Bosman. And the Senators have a 2-1 to one lead on the Yankees. Yankees scoring in the first inning on a single by Clark. Went to second at a wild pitch and scored on a single by Jerry Kenny. And the Senators two runs are unearned. They got him in the third inning. Paul Casanova leads off here in the top of the seventh. He takes a curveball low for ball one from Chris Peterson. In the third inning with one out, Jim Cullen drew a walk on a three and two pitch. Nick Bosman, the pitcher, got a single to center. And Ed Stroud struck out for the second out. Here's the pitch. In there, and it's one and one. And Gene Michael made an error on a ground ball by Ed Brinkman to load the bases. And Frank Howard in a line drive. Base hit the right field to score the two runs. The one-one pitch. Casanova swings. It's a high fly ball to left field. Roy White going over. It's well hit, but White is there. Fading back, and he makes the catch for the first out. One up and one down on the top of the seventh. Fritz Peterson has been masterful in the other innings. It was just that one inning, and it was the base hit to the pitcher that got him in trouble. 
just as the home run by the pitcher, Les Kane, got him in trouble in Detroit earlier this week. One out, and here's Tommy Greaves. Reeve, the newest member of the Senators, is grounded to short and bounced to third. Reeve takes the curveball inside for ball one. Reeve was belting him out of here in batting practice. Played for Denver last night, hopped on the plane, into New York, and then over to Yankee Stadium. 1-0 the count. Peterson delivers to the right-hander. A big curve that drops in for the call. Strike one and one. This is the most effective that we've seen for Peterson in quite a while. He has a 10 and 4 record. But his win mark seems to be stuck at 10. Here's the pitch. Check swing, ground ball out to second. Clark with it knee high. The throw to first, two out. Fritz has had it in this ball game, but it's been those two unearned runs. The Yankees have had many chances. But they haven't been able to get even. Two out. Here's Tim Cullen, who scored the first run. He walked in the second and singled in the fifth. So the number eight hitter has yet to be retired by the Yankees. Senators have a pretty good bullpen in Pena and Noel. And the way the Yankees have been hitting Bosman is a curve low for wall one. Ted Williams will probably not waste too much time. The Yankees get them on again. We're in the top of the seventh, and the Senators lead two to one. Fastball hit on the ground to third. Kenny backs it up, knocks it down. Lost for the first. Going to be close. Out at first. Nice play by Jerry Kenny, and the Sars retire. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. And after six and a half, it's the Senators two and the Yankees one. Well, that was quite a play by Jerry Kenny. Backhanded that ball behind the bag of third. Lost it. Had to pick it up again. But fired it quickly to Cater. Bit of an argument from Coach Nellie Fox on the call down at first base. Lots the play stands. Hey, speaking of stands, the Yankees have a stand coming up after the All-Star game right here at Yankee Stadium. It will open up with a July 16th afternoon doubleheader with the Oakland A's. Then a Friday night game with Oakland, and a Saturday afternoon game with Oakland on the 18th. Then uh, the California Angels will be coming in to open a three-game set on Sunday, July 19th, with a doubleheader. Single game Monday night, the 20th, and then the Milwaukee Brewers come in for a night game on Tuesday, the 21st, and an afternoon game on Wednesday, the 22nd. So on the Yankees' next homestand, you have uh, opportunities to see baseball in the daytime or at night just about evened up. Speaking of the homestand after the All-Star break, your schedule will show a single game on July 16th, but it is a doubleheader starting at 1 o'clock. Earlier this year, Oakland uh, rained out of a game here at Yankee Stadium, so that rainout will be made up as part of an afternoon doubleheader at 1 o'clock on uh, Thursday, July 16th. Fans here at Yankee Stadium taking their seventh inning stretch. Washington Senators out in front 2-1. to one. Yankees broke on top with a run in the first inning. Single by Clark. 
While Pitch moved into second, he scored on Kenny's base hit. The Senators got two unearned runs in the third and lead two to one. Kurt Bluffley will lead off the bottom half of the seventh, and uh, Bluffley would dearly love to put one in the seats to celebrate his 27th birthday. Right, he would, Frank. Bluffley is 0 for 2. He hit the ball well. He creamed one to center field. A crowd went and got his first time up, and he lined out to left field. I'll tell you, Yankees have hit some long drives to the wide open spaces. Here's the pitch. In there, strike one to Kurt Bluffley. No balls in one strike. Reichardt has caught two long shots, and Stroud has went and got two. Owen won the count to Bluffery. Here's the pitch. Curveball bounced down to Howard at first. He bobbles the ball, picks it up, flips the Bosman in time, and there's one out. One up and one down for the Yankees in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Washington two, the Yankees one, and here's Jake Gibbs. Gibbs is grounded out to second base twice. Been one of those frustrating first games for the Yankees. A lot of chances. Had their leadoff man on in the fourth inning. And the first three men on in the sixth inning. But a tempted steal backfire. One out. Bosman into the windup. The right-handed throws to Gibbs, who takes low in the dirt for ball one. One ball and no strike. The Yankees want these ball games today prior to going down to Baltimore. Right now they're in a hole two to one. One ball, no strike to Jake Gibbs. Bosman winds. Here it comes. It's low and it's two and zero to Jake Gibbs. Two balls and no strikes. Gene Michael is on deck, and the pitcher's spot to follow. Jake has had the big hit in the last two Yankee victories up there. The windup and the pitch. Way outside, and the three balls and no strikes. So Gibbs will probably be looking this one over. A tying run out the plate in the bottom of the seventh. Two to one, Washington. Three and zero to Jake Gibbs. Bosman into the windup. He throws down the pipe. Strike one. Three and one to Gibbs. Rodriguez wide of the bag at third. Jake's got a lot of room down that left field line, and he can hit him down there. Here's the windup and the pitch. Hit down the left field line, but it's going foul. Back into the lower deck. Three balls and two strikes. Rodriguez is way wide of the bag at third, and Reichert is not playing over towards the line. Three and two, the count on Gibbs. Bosman missed with the first three. He's come in with the next two. Right hand rid of the windup. Here's the pitch. Swung on and bounced to second. Cullen has it. Throw to first, two out. Two up and two down, and Gene Michael coming out. Michael grounded out to first base, then drew a base on ball. 
Senators lead it two to one, bottom half of the seventh. It's been this way since the top of the third. Bosman into the windup. The pitch. Michael swings and misses strike one. Gene has one home run. He hit it out in Chicago. And he hit it left-handed. Pete Ward is on deck for the Yankees in the event that Michael gets on. He'll be pinch hitting for Chris Peterson. Now we're going to have a new baseball. No balls and one strike. In the bottom of the seventh, the Senators lead it two to one. The Senators have only had five complete games this year. Bosman has had one of those. Brunette has had another, and Coleman has had three. Curveball hit deep to right field. That one's hit way back. Cleveland's back. Back to the fans. He leaves. He can't get it at the home run. Third hero. Gene Michael feels a lot better now because his error, as you said, Bob, had allowed the Senators to score their two runs. And now he comes back with a home run to tie it up. And Fritz Peterson now will bat for himself in score time. And lightning has struck at the stadium when you were least expected. We just finished telling you that Michael has had one home run. Peterson batting for himself takes outside for ball one. So the Yankees get off the hook here in the bottom of the seventh inning, and it's a brand new ball game. That didn't get in by much, and Greve gave it the old try. Here's the windup and the pitch. Outside for a ball, and it's 2-0. It's funny to hear crowd reactions. Now, Mercer hit a ball in the same spot that was caught. Didn't go as far, and yet there was far more yelling as the ball was going out because the fans were more or less looking for a Mercer home run. With Michael, a lot of the fans were watching the ball, not believing. And there wasn't that much noise, actually, until it went in. Here it comes. Foul ball to the left of the plate. Two balls and one strike. Do you agree, Sandy? Our engineer was watching the meter. I had a feeling it was gone the minute he hit it, but you look around to the crowd for a little bit of support. Two balls and one strike. The pitch to Peterson. Swing and a bounding ball slowly down the first baseline, rolling foul and is foul. That's picked up by Frank Howard. And it's two balls and two strikes. And the one Mercer hit that was caught earlier, they were in an uproar the minute it left the bat, and it turned out to be a simple out. Yankees two. The Senators two in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Two balls, two strikes, and two outs. Chris Peterson, the batter, Boston in the line to deliver. Peterson hits a long drive for This was way back. He's going back, and he makes the catch at the fence. Chris Peterson got good wood on it, and not quite as far as Gene Michael. Peterson has hit the ball twice, just as hard as you can, once to center field and once to right. 
And it's a big out, but the Yankees get a run on ahead. No errors and nobody left. At the end of seven, the Senators two and the Yankees two. July 18th. Dear Gabby, my love life has, to say the least, fallen off lately. Homer would rather watch baseball than look at me. I've tried everything to get his attention. I even slide into the living room, but I still strike out. Oh, Gabby, what should I do? Son, can't get to first base. Dear base, here's the pitch. First of all, stop that silly sliding. Then try slipping some standard baseball phrases into your conversation like chuck it in there, baby, and going, going, gone. And buy Homer some Utica Club beer. It's the only beer made with love. And you don't have to be an expert to know the best way to get a man to fall out of love with baseball is to get him to fall for Utica Club. If that doesn't work, wait for the football season and try a forward pass. Well, the home run for Gene Michael had tied the game up was his second of the year. His other home run was hit off Jerry Janeski of the White Sox up in Chicago on June 17th. And Mike Epstein comes out now to bat for the pitcher, Dick Boswell. Epstein swings a very potent bat at times. It looks like he's got a brand new one up there, multi-colored. Uh, barrel end of it looks uh, very dark, and the handle is uh, light-colored. Same type of bat Epstein uh, gave to Kurt Bluffery earlier this year. Kurt used it a time or two and decided he didn't like it. Well, we'll see what he does. Here's Bob. Okay, Frank. Top of the A's inning, Epstein batting 256. Always a threat. Peterson delivers. Sidearm curve outside for ball one. But Ted Williams putting up a left-handed pinch hitter, even though it's a lefty pitcher. Epstein always a threat to the long ball. Peterson winds overhand. Fastball is low, and it's two balls and no strikes. It's a tie ball game in the top of the eighth. The Yankees and the Senators. They're even in the series, one game apiece. This is the first game of the doubleheader. The windup. Here it comes. Swing and a foul ball behind home plate. Two and one. Two balls and one strike. Cleveland has jumped ahead of the Red Sox, one nothing after two. The Red Sox, despite all their pitching problems earlier, are only eight games out of first place. Here's the windup and the pitch, high and tight, three and one. When Ted Williams plays his right-hand hitting lineup, which he is today, he does not have a right-hand hitting pinch hitter left on the bench. That's why we have the left-hander Epstein up there. Three balls and one strike. The windup and the pitch. Swing and a pop-up foul going into the upper deck and out of play. Three balls and two strikes. The Yankees have their left-hand hitting lineup in, and let's see, they have, well, they still have Jim Lytle available as a left-handed pitcher. And Frank Zepadino. And Frank Zepadino. And B. Ward. And, oh, man. Here's the windup and the pitch. Swing and a bouncing ball to first base. Cater has it. Takes it off the shoe top, steps on the bag, and there's one out. 
I guess it's when the Yankees have their right-handed hitting lineup in that they could be a little short of pinch hitters, too, in the right-handed. That's right. They have only Ron Hansen as a right-hand pinch hitter when the right-hand lineup plays. We'll see the right-hand hitting lineup uh, in the second game, I'm sure, with Jim Shelton back going, and we could have our first look at Bobby Mitchell. Ed Stroud steps in with one out. Bobby Mitchell just recalled from Syracuse, so he plays Ron Woods, who's on the disabled list. Woods, he broke his thumb the other day trying to bunt. Here's the pitch, Stroud. It's a bouncing ball slowly out to short. Michael has it. Long throw to first. Got him. Two out. Two up and two down for the Senators in the top of the eighth. And here's Ed Brinkman. Brinkman has bounced to short, been safe on Gene Michael's error. And then he flied out to center field. It's 2-2 on the top of the eighth. Talking about this American League Eastern race, it's no longer enough for the Yankees to just be watching Baltimore. They have to win because regardless of what Baltimore does, somebody's going to be winning. And Detroit's only two games behind the Yankees and Boston four. The pitch is outside the ball one. Right now, you've got to call this a four-team race in the Eastern Division and a three-team race in the Western Division. The pitch, high to Brinkman, two balls and no strikes. A Frank Howard's on deck. Two and the count, two outs, tie game in the eighth. Here it comes, in there for the called strike. Just got it in below the shoulders. Two balls and one strike. Senators and the Yankees, 2-2, Peterson against Boston. Peterson into the windup, the 2-1 pitch. Brinkman flaps it, fair ball inside third base, rolling down the left field line. Roy White plays it off the fence, Brinkman on his way to second. White throw to second, Brinkman flies, he's safe. It's a double for Eddie Brinkman with two outs in the top half of the A's inning. And Frank Howard coming up. And let's see how the Yankees play it. That's only the fourth hit for the Washington Senators. And the Yankees are going to walk Frank Howard. There's ball one outside. The next batter is Rick Reichardt who has struck out three times. There's ball two. Just watching that play on the uh, television playback as they intentionally walked Frank Howard. Brinkman's uh, double. It was a fine throw by Roy White in left field and a good decoy by G. Michael the shortstop. Michael took the throw, reached down, slapped a hard tag on Brinkman, but Brinkman had... Uh, reached the bag. Michael knocked him off balance. His foot left the bag, but as it did so, his right knee came down on the bag, and that's why he was safe there at second. Howard is down to first base. Howard knocked in all the Senator runs yesterday, and so far he's knocked in their two runs today. So the Yankees walk him to pitch to Rykard, to stretch, and the pitch. Rykard takes a curve, strike one on the outside corner. Reichardt was called out on strikes in the second inning, struck out swinging in the third, struck out swinging in the sixth. So he is as big an 0 for three as you can find. 
No balls and one strike. But you never know in baseball. Right card at any time could break this thing up. Came in batting 233. Hit one against Baltimore to beat them. Owen won the count. Chris Peterson goes to the belt, checks the runners, Brickman and Howard. Here's the pitch. Line drive, base hit the left field. That'll score the run. Roy White fielding the ball. Brickman is in the score. There goes Howard to third. The throw to third, and he goes in standing. So Rick Reichardt gets a base hit, and the Senators lead it 3-2. to two. Still two men out for the Senators, and Aurelio Rodriguez will be the batter. Reichert might have pulled a muscle or something running down the first base. Because Del Unson's going to come in to run for him. In the meantime, the trainer is having a look at Reichert. So Reichert leaves the game. Del Unser running for him. And in the meantime, that's all for Fritz Peterson. Ralph Houck has come out to take Fritz Peterson out of the ball game, and right now he stands to be the loser with the Yankees trailing by a score of 3-2, to two, and they're signaling for a right-hander to come out of the New York bullpen. Senators have taken the lead. There were two outs and nobody on. Brinkman doubled just inside third. They walked Howard intentionally, and Rick Reichardt hit an 0-1 pitch, a solid line drive base hit to left center field. So we'll have to wait and see who the new Yankee pitcher is. Possibility of Lindy McDaniel or Jack Aker. Aker pitched yesterday and McDaniel the night before. Is it Aker? Jack Aker coming on to pitch for the Yankees. Okay, Bob, so Peterson... After striking out Riker three times, and ahead of him, uh, no balls and a strike, gave up the base hit that puts the Senators in front. Peterson goes seven and a third innings. He's allowed uh, rather seven and two-thirds innings. He's allowed uh, three runs, five hits. Walked two, one intentionally, and he struck out four. And now Jack Aker on. Aker pitched two innings yesterday and saved the victory for Ron Klumkowski. Aker faced uh, only six men in the two innings he pitched, retired at six in a row, and picked up his 11th save. Aker, uh, now in his third game in uh, five days, he pitched in only two games the entire month of June. He has 11 saves, two victories, and an earned run average of 2.03. Speaking of earned run averages, Lindy McDaniel, the Yankee relief artist, has the lowest ERA these days in the American League at 1.33. As Aker takes his warm-up throws on New York Yankee baseball, we pause for station identification. 
This is Harry Downey bringing the Upside Downey game your way weekdays 10 to 3 here on the Fresh Air Sound of Radio 81 WGY's Connectivity. Taking a quick look at uh, some of the other actions. Kansas City failed to score in the first at Milwaukee. The Brewers batting against Butler. And let's see, Chicago and Minnesota scored us in the bottom half of the second. Cleveland leads Boston 2-0 at the end of three. Home run by Greg Nettles in that ball game. And Detroit at Baltimore won't start for another uh, two hours in Baltimore. A single game starting at 5 o'clock. We're ready for more action here in the eighth inning. And here's Bob Gamir. Aurelio Rodriguez will be the first out of the face, Jack Hager. Two outs. They play Rodriguez to pull the ball. Gene Michael is over in the hole between third and short. Pitch and bounce right to Gene Michael. He's got it. Flips to Horace Clark in time for the fourth play on Unser and the Sides retire. So they play Rodriguez perfectly to retire the Sides. But the Senators get the go-ahead run. One run on, two hits. There were no Yankee errors and two men left on. After seven and a half, it's now the Senators three and the Yankees two. Straight from the Daytona International Speedway come the world's greatest stock car drivers to race at the Albany Saratoga Speedway. Albany Saratoga Speedway's 250 lap event with all the top names. Bobby Allison, Bobby Isaacs, James Hilton, Buddy Baker, Detroit Benny Carson, Neil Castle, and the legend in his own time Richard Petty, plus all the rest of the great NASCAR Grand National Stars. Tuesday, July 7th, the Albany-Saratoga Speedway 250 lap event, 1969-1970, Grand National Cars in their only 1970 New York State appearance. Time trials at 7.30, biggest race of the year with the biggest auto racing names of the decade at 8.30, Tuesday night, July 7th, make your plans to see the Albany-Saratoga 250. Don't miss it. Tuesday, July 7th, in case of rain, the Albany-Saratoga 250 will be held Wednesday, July 8th. Albany-Saratoga Speedway, Route 9, Malta, exit 12, off the Northway. The new pitcher for the Washington Senators will be uh, their ace reliever, Darrell Knowles. Knowles has won only one game. He has lost six. However, he has uh, registered 16 saves, and he has the second lowest earned run average in the American League. Knowles is second to Lindy McDaniel with a 1.38 ERA. So Knowles will try to stop the Yankees in the eighth and ninth innings. The pitcher of record for the Senators is is Dick Bosman. I was just chuckling because uh, Knowles wanted an exchange of baseballs. He flipped one in toward the catcher, Paul Gazanova, who had his glove off, and at the same time, played umpire Nestor Shylock was throwing the new ball to Knowles, and Knowles had his glove off. They're both rolling around for a minute. First, Mr. Haas, Clark, strike one at call. No balls at one strike. Top of the order up to the Yankees. Clark is two for three. Knowles wastes no time. He delivers. Clark checks the swing. It's outside one and one. 
Del Hunter is out left field. He ran for Rick Rykoff, so he'll be batting in Rykoff's position in the batting order. Here's the windup and the pitch. Clark swings and pops it up in the short center field. Going back is Brink from the second base and fading back, and he makes the catch. One out for the Yankees in the bottom half of the eighth inning. One up and one down as Tim Cullen, the second baseman, corrals a little pop fly. And we're going to have a pinch hitter for Jerry Kenny. Ron Hansen is coming up to pinch hit for the left-handed hitting Jerry Kenny. Kenny did the job today against the right-hander. He singled and walked twice. So he had a perfect afternoon. Ron Hansen has been very adept at getting on base. And he drew a walk the other night against Darrell Noll. He'll be pinch hitting right now. Hanson's average is only 186, but he's had 15 bases on ball. Hanson is up officially for his 44th time. And the pitch. Strike one, sidearm curveball. Hanson has had seven walks as a pinch hitter. Senators have taken the lead, three to two. Bottom half of the eighth inning and one out. Three runs, five hits, no errors for Washington. Two runs, five hits, and one error for the Yankees. The Yankees got even on Gene Michael's home run with two outs in the seventh. And the Senators got a run on the top of the eighth. And now Daryl Knowles is on to try and protect it. Here's the pitch. Hanson swings and belts it foul into the upper deck. Way back. In fact, it's on the roof and out of the ballpark. No balls and two strikes. Bobby Mercer on deck. Senators leading three to two, top of the eighth. The windup and the pitch. Hanson swings, line drive in the left field, coming on the Hunter. He can't get it. Hunter plays the ball on one hop, throws in the second, and Ron Hanson, a pinch hit single. And the Yankees have the tying run on first with one out here in the eighth inning. That is Hanson's first hit as a pinch hitter. He has got 0 for 13, but as Bob told you, he had walked seven times as a pinch hitter. So he had an on-base percentage of 350. Well, Hanson is on with one out, and Bobby Mercer will be the batter. Bobby Mercer steps in. Mercer is one for three. Got a single his last time up. Prior to that, he bounced into a fourth play, and he slid out deep to right field. Senators lead it fast. Throw three to two. Bottom of the A's inning. The fans coming alive. Here's the pitch. Line drive on one hop to second. Cohen over to Brickman for one. The throw to first base. Bobby hit it right on the nose, but a line drive right at the feet of Collins. The Senators get the fourth play. Two outs, and Roy White will be up. White is grounded to first. Hit a little dribbler down uh, off the mound, which was picked up by the catcher Casanova, and he made the play. And his last time up, hit the ball deep to left center field, but it was a big out. Two outs, runner on first, throw to first, no dice. Be very difficult to steal off Darrell Knowles. He has a fine move, and you can hardly tell when he's going to throw the ball. He believes in quick pitching the batters if he gets a chance. 
two out. Mercer with the lead. The pitch to White. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Senators leading three to two. Bottom half of the eighth inning. Here's the stretch. Knowles delivers. White takes outside, and it's one and one. Roy batting right-handed for the... One and another count on Eddie Brinkman. Aker into the windup. The runners lead away. The pitch hit in the air. Foul out of play. Coming back into the upper deck. First base side. It's one ball and one strike. One and one the count. And Jake Gibbs goes out with the new ball to talk to Jack Aker. Aker has done an outstanding job for the Yankees, as you well know. Record is 2-1 and one and an earned run average of 2.03. He has 11 saves. Came on in the eighth inning with first and third and two outs. Got the final out on one pitch. Here a single by Casanova and a double by Lee May. One ball, one strike. Yankee infield in. Casanova with the lead down the line. The pitch outside. And a nice save by catcher Jake Gibbs. Two balls and one strike. The Yankees would not be too concerned if they lose Tim Cullen because they'd have the pitcher coming up with the bases loaded and it would be a fourth play at every base. Here's the windup. And the pitch. Swinging a high fly ball hit out to left center field. Michael going back. Gene Michael is shortstop. Back in the drops in. Nobody got the ball and the run scores. Michael was acting as if he was going to catch it, and then he stopped, and neither Roy White nor Bobby Mercer was coming in. Runners at first and second on the pop fly bases. The ball dropped right among the three, Mercer, White, and Gene Michael, and the Senators lead 4-2. to two. It's an RBI for Tim Cullen. Darrell Knowles, the batter, is 1 for 11, batting average of 091. Well, this has been one of those afternoons for the Yankees. Yankee infield playing for the bunt with nobody out. The stretch. Knowles squares around, bunts the ball. Third base side, Aker up with it. Now Gibbs has it. Throw to first in time, and the sacrifice works perfectly. Horace Clark receives the throw at first, so there's one out. And runners on second and third. Back to the top of the order, Ed Stroud. It's been a while since the Yankees have been able to win the first game of a doubleheader. They lost the first game to Boston, lost the first game to Cleveland. Last time the Yankees won an opener was May the 24th against the Indians. Now an intentional walk to Ed Stroud. Has ball two outside. Stroud is 0 for 4. Eddie Brinkman is up next. Ball three. 
And ball four. So the bases are loaded. Set up a force play at any base and also the double play possibility. And Eddie Brinkman coming up. Brinkman was the villain for the Yankees' last inning. The Yankees had two outs, nobody on, and a tie game. And Brinkman hit the ball right over third base for a double. Came in the score on a single by Rick Reichardt. One out and the base is loaded. Lee May is on third, Jim Cullen on second, and Ed Stroud on first. The stretch. And the pitch. Swing and a hot shot on one bounce. Michael Ober gloves it. Nice play. Throw to third. Safe. And the bases are loaded. Would have been a whale of a play by Gene Michael. He gloved it deep in the hole. His throw was not held by Ron Hansen. However, Cohen was probably safe anyway. Short as a base hit. Bases remain loaded. Two runs in, and it is now a five to two ball game, Washington. the batter. He has two RBIs already. One out. Howard, the seventh man in the bat in this inning. The windup in the pitch. Low ball one. To the last batter, Jack Aker was going to the stretch. He is now winding up. And Frank Howard is winding up. Base is loaded. The windup. And the pitch. Howard swings. Line drive up the middle of the base hit. Almost hit the runner. Coming in from third base is Cullen. Here comes Stroud to the plate. He scores. Runners on first and third. It's 7-2 Washington. And two more RBIs for Frank Howard. And that'll be all for Jack Aker. So for one of the few times this year, Aker gets hit hard here in the ninth inning. Billy might have been out of it, except for that top fly single by Tim Cullen. Very well might have been out of it, because the pitcher was up next. So that's all for Jack Aker. He gets one out here in the ninth, so he has pitched two-thirds of an inning. He has given up at least four runs, and the two men on base are his responsibility. Five hits, won the pop-up. He walked one intentionally and struck out no one. Well, H has done a great job for the Yankees this year. But today he will have his earned run average hurt a bit. As the Senators have scored at least four times here in the top of the ninth. Steve Hamilton will be coming on to pitch to Dell Unser. Elsewhere, Detroit at Baltimore, they'll be beginning at 5 o'clock. Cleveland leads Boston 2 to nothing after 3 and a half. It's Austin against Boston. Rick Austin, the pitcher for Cleveland, and Mike Nagy for the Red Sox. Greg Nettles hit his 11th home run of the year in the third with nobody on. 
Minnesota leads Chicago one and nothing after two and a half. Miller against Koss. Kansas City and Milwaukee no score after two. It's Butler against Lockwood. Oakland and California later. The Mets lead the Phillies three to two after five and a half. Kuzman against Fryman. Montreal leads St. Louis two to nothing after four and a half. Gibson against Nye. Jones is at number ten and Fairley is at number seven. Atlanta leads San Diego three to one after three. Coombs against Reed. Enrico Cardi is at number twenty-one. He hit it in the third with a man on. Pittsburgh leads Chicago three to one after two and a half. Doc Ellis against Ferguson Jenkins. Rich Hebner hit number three in the first with a man on. Houston and Cincinnati, no score after three and a half. LeMaster against Simpson. Los Angeles and San Francisco later. So Steve Hamilton will try to get the Yankees out of the ninth inning without any more damage. The Senators have broken it wide open. A close ball game throughout, but they now lead it by a score of seven to two. Hamilton has a record of four and three. He has saved three. An earned run average of 2.31. This is his 23rd appearance. He has pitched 31 innings, given up 22 hits, 12 walks, and he has struck out 25. Hunter, a left-handed batter. Eddie Brinkman on third, Frank Howard on first. The pitch is a curveball in there for the call, strike one. No balls and one strike. As it stands right now, both starters of the pitchers of record, Bosman for Washington and Peterson for the Yankees. The 0-1 delivery. Curve ball on the outside corner of the left-handed batter. No balls and two strikes. Second game pitchers figured to be showing back for Washington and Wozlewski for the Yankees. No balls, two strikes, one out. Here's the pitch. Hunter swings, line drive down the left field line. It'll be in if it stays fair, but it's twice as foul into the seat. Senators seven and the Yankees two, top of the ninth. No balls and two strikes. The count on Dell Hunter. Hunter is up for the first at bat. Rick Reichardt got the big hit in the game in the eighth inning. A single to put the Senators ahead. Then he left for a pitch runner, Hunter. Hunter up with an 0-2 count. Sidearm curve, low and inside. One ball and two strikes. And the pitch. Swung on and missed strike three. He went for the big sweeping curveball, so Delonso strikes out. Yankees get the second out, and that'll bring up Aurelio Rodriguez. Rodriguez is 0 for 4. Rodriguez is the ninth man to bat for the Senators here in the ninth inning. Steve Hamilton goes to the bell. Here's the pitch. Curveball outside for ball one. One ball and no strike. Yankees dearly wanted to take two today before going down to Baltimore. 
But unless they do something in the bottom of the ninth, they'll be looking for a split in that second game. Here's the pitch. Fly ball hit out to right center. Mercer coming over. Also, Bluffrey. They come together, and Bluffrey makes a one-handed catch. That retires the side in the ninth inning. But the Senators come up with four runs, five hits, no Yankee errors, and two men left. To the bottom of the ninth is the score, Washington seven and the Yankees two. Are you game for a quiz? Then listen carefully because the question won't be repeated. What does ARCO stand for? A-R-C-O. Here are a few hints. Hint one. Many of you recently received a credit card with the name ARCO on top. It replaced your Atlantic card. Hint two. The ARCO card is honored by Hertz, Ramada, and Treadway Inns, Hyatt House Hotels, Hyatt Lodges, Travel Lodge Motels, Friendship Inns, Emmons Walker Inns Incorporated, and Superior Motel. Time's up. Anyone who figured out that ARCO stands for the petroleum products of the Atlantic Richfield Company gets an A. You see, when the Atlantic Richfield Company was formed, it made sense to have one national credit card good at thousands of service stations coast to coast. The name selected for the card was ARCO. And if you'd like to carry one, applications are waiting for you at all Atlantic stations. If there are no more questions, then... Class is dismissed. Lee May stays in the lineup for the Washington Senators and goes out to play right field. Danny Cater to lead off the ninth. He takes inside for ball one. Senators lead at 7-2. Cater is up. Munson is on deck. Here's the windup in the pitch. Swing and a foul ball. And it's one ball and one strike. Darrell Knowles came on in the bottom of the eighth inning. And the Senators ahead by one. He got the Yankees with just one base hit by Ron Hanson. Now he has a much easier task with the Senators up by five. Here's the pitch to Cater. Swing and a bounding ball out to shortstop. Brinkman gets it on a head-high bounce. The throw to first, and there's one out. One up and one down for the Yankees, and Thurman Munson will pinch hit for Bluffrey. Bluffrey went 0 for 3 in the ball game. Munson, who will probably catch the second game for the Yankees, is the batting average of 2.57. John Ellis has come out on deck, and he'll be pinch hitting for Jake Gibbs. The wind up in the pitch. Munson takes the curve inside and low for ball one. One ball and no strike. Cleveland and Boston now 2-2 after four as the Red Sox have tied it up. The wind-up and the pitch. On the inside corner for the call. Strike and it's one and one. One ball, one strike, and one out. Seven to two, Washington in the ninth. The pitch. Line drive. Hit down the right field line. Going to be in there for a base hit. The ball bounces into the stands for a ground rule double. 
So Thurman Munson comes through with a ground rule double off Darrell Knowles. And Johnny Ellis for Pinchett. Pinchett to Jay Gibbs, who today went 0 for 3 after getting the big hit in the ball game yesterday. Johnny Ellis is a batting average of 210, three home runs, and three doubles. Big John the batter. Munson takes an uncontested leadoff second. Darrell knows to the belt. Here's the pitch. Swung on, popped up foul, coming back and out of play. Into the upper deck. Back one and back down as somebody makes an error. Balls and one strike to Ellis. Here's the pitch. Outside for a ball, it's one and one. Well, Darrell Knowles is very used to pressure out there on the mound. Perhaps the Yankees can catch him here with a five-run lead. Very often when you're used to pressure, you have a tendency to ease up a little. Here's the pitch. Outside, two balls and one strike. Senators is leading seven to two in the bottom of the ninth. First game is a doubleheader. The stretch and the pitch. Swinging a foul ball back on the screen and there's two balls and two strikes. Two balls, two strikes, and one out. Thurman Munson on second, bottom of the ninth. The Senators leading by five. Darrell Knowles pitching to Johnny Ellis. Knowles to the belt. Here's the pitch. Swinging a foul ball. Got a right in on the hands and fouled it behind the plate. Two balls and two strikes. Senator Outfield vastly revised from the start of the game. Del Hunter now on left and plays to Rick Reichert. Ed Stroud remains in center. And Lee May in place of... Tommy Grieve and right. Here's the pitch. Ellis lines it foul and into the seat. Deep to left field. I tell you, Ellis has got his swing back. He's been counting the ball for the Yankees, and we'll get a chance to see him in the second game of the doubleheader. Two balls, two strikes, and one out. The stretch and the pitch. Swing and a bounding ball out past the mound. Out to Brinkman. The ball takes it down. And off goes over his glove. In the center field. The run scores. Ellis on his way to second. There's the throw. He's in there. And this is starting a three ball game. That short is a base hit. Out of here. The ball hits something. Bounced right over Brinkman's glove. And it shows him the double for John Ellis. Gene Michael steps in. On deck is Bobby Mitchell, the newest of the Yankees, who will pinch hit for the pitcher. So Ellis gets an RBI. Michael hits the bounding ball to third. It's ruled a fair ball. Rodriguez throw the first inside, and there are two outs. So after back-to-back doubles by Munson and Ellis, the pinch hitter. Gene Michael bounces out, and we'll get our first chance to see Bobby Mitchell.
Bobby Mitchell, the newest member of the New York Yankees. Just brought up from Syracuse with Ron Woods on the disabled list. He's 26 years old, a right-hander. Batting 261 at Syracuse. He takes inside for ball one. Oh, it's a good spot to put the youngster up there. Even though there's two outs in the ninth, you wouldn't exactly call it a tense situation with the Senators up by four. So Mitchell will get a shot at an RBI. Here's the pitch. Swinging a bounding ball up the middle, but Brinkman stabs it. The throw to first in the dirt. Howard picks it up and the ball game is over. Nice play by both Brinkman and Howard. And there's the ball game for the Yankees at the bottom of the ninth inning. One run, one hit on two hits. No errors and a man left. And the total for the Senators, seven runs, ten hits, and no errors. For the Yankees, three runs, eight hits, and one error. Bosman, the winner, is eight and seven. And Fritz Peterson, the loser, he's ten and five. For Darrell Knowles, his 17th save of the season. Yankees started off as if they were going to go to town in this first game. They got a run off the first two batters. Clark singled, went to second on a wild pitch. Jerry Kenny, who had a perfect uh, afternoon, brought him in with a base hit. Then the Senators got a couple runs in the third inning, a walk by Cullen, a single by the pitcher, Dick Bosman, and Fritz Peterson has been certainly hurt by the opposing pitchers this week. Bosman got a single, and then with two outs, Eddie Brinkman hit a ground ball, as Gene Michael committed an error on the loaded up. Frank Howard singled in the two runs, and the Senators led 2-1. to one. Then Gene Michael got the Yankees even with a dramatic two-out home run in the seventh inning to tie it up at 2-2. But in the top of the eighth with two outs and nobody on, Eddie Brinkman singled right over third after an intentional walk to Frank Howard. Rick Reichardt, who had been struck out three times by Fritz Peterson, hit an 0-1 pitch for a base hit, and the Senators, for all intents and purposes, had the ball game with a one-run lead. Darrell Knowles came in, stopped the Yankees in the bottom of the eighth. Aker had stopped the Senators in the top of the eighth with uh, two men on. And then in the ninth inning, the Senators scored four runs as they got five base hits, one of which was a pop fly, which fell among Michael White and Bobby Mercer. So the Senators win this one by a score of 7-3, 7-10-0 to 3-8-1. The Yankees have yet to lose a doubleheader this season, and they don't want to do it today. But once again, they'll have to come on and win the second game of the doubleheader. The Yankees have won two doubleheaders, and they have split four. And in all four of the splits, the Yankees have won the nightcap. So we'll see what happens in the second game of the doubleheader. And now this is Bob Gamere speaking on behalf of Phil Rizzuto and Frank Messer. The final score in the first game, the Senators 7 and the Yankees three. And we'll be back for the second game of today's doubleheader in about 20 minutes. Right now, we return you to your studio. WGY.